Welcome to A Better Way with Crossroads Bible Church, a podcast about finding the activity of God in our stories and discovering how Jesus is building His kingdom among us, right here, right now. The goal is to inspire you to see and celebrate God's activity in your own life, too. And now your host, Sherry Hutspeth. We are back again, and this time I'm here with JT. Uh, JT, you and my husband have been meeting together for a long time with a group of guys. We have. Yeah, Yeah. and he, my husband really enjoys you and appreciates you, so it's super fun for me to get to have this conversation with you today. Well, thank you for that. I really enjoy him. He's an encouragement to me. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we, it's been more than even just meeting with a group of guys. Mm -hmm. You know, we've enjoyed time together in Africa with, uh, alarm right and yeah so it it's cool to look back over time and see kind of what god has done how he's woven our threads together yeah yeah, yeah. friendships in the lord are so important yep. so yep. cool okay well let's roll right into this first question here um how would you describe your spiritual heritage um well i would say that uh, i grew up in kind of an agnostic house Um, sometime around probably the third or fourth grade, my dad began, the the Lord was calling him. And so he, uh, he he was researching and started to attend several different churches, um, just, just to, to try to find truth, Mm. I think is what he was doing. Mm. Um, and my grandparents, I should caveat, probably like most of your listeners' grandparents, were believers. Mm-hmm. And my, my family grew up in a house of, uh, you know, Christ-following parents, Baptists and good, uh, you, you know, Presbyterians. And um, But uh, for some reason, we didn't grow up going to church. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad came across, I think he started to attend Believer's Chapel back in maybe 1980 time frame, mm-hmm. late, late 70s, 1980. Yeah. And several of the staff of Dallas Seminary were uh, attended that, that church. And so mm-hmm. that's where he found, that's where he and God met, yeah. I think. And uh, that's really what, what began the journey, I think, for me, was having a dad that you know was a believer, and he began to share with us as he uh, learned truth. Right, right, yeah. cool. Well, a part of what we're wanting to do with the podcast is like think about a time when Christ became really important to you, like maybe yeah. beyond that very first heritage kind of encounter. For sure. And so I would love to hear what you want to share about that. Yeah. Um, so it, it, I mean, it was a really, it was a really cool time. Um, my wife and I uh, had just built the home that we live in now in Lantana. Mm. Uh, she grew up in Flower Mound. We lived over <clears throat> towards Wellington, but not in Wellington, in Flower Mountain for about seven years. And about 16 years ago, we moved to Lantana. Wow. And so we were looking for a new church, mm-hmm. and her sister recommended Crossroads Bible Church. Um, so we, we started to attend Crossroads, and uh, God was, was kind of working on me. Questions crept up in my mind that would force me to do some digging to to discover truth and the questions really centered around um the deity of christ Mm -hmm. is really what it came down to for me you know who who jesus really was Mm -hmm. 
And uh, so I dug and we began to attend Crossroads and I learned and I met several men here that have been pretty, um, um, you know, have been leaders for me and have mm-hmm. guided me, have been almost like a Paul to a Timothy to me. Right. Um, and that that's really where the journey began. I think it, it really picked up, um, uh, you know, if you can remember back to when you first began to believe and the the thirst and the hunger you had for God's word at that time, mm-hmm. uh, it was insatiable. Mm-hmm. I, give me more, give me as much as you can. Mm-hmm. And um, I just, I, I continued to dig at it and dig at it and learn. And um, mm-hmm. that brings me to today. Yeah. Really. Yeah, it's, it's fun to note that your dad ended up with some questions that he really wanted to know the truth and he wanted to find the truth and he went looking and you had a similar experience. Like it's a very common thing for a question to be like compelling and, and really want to know the answer to, you know, like the deity of Christ. Is Jesus who he claimed to be? To be, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it uh, and and there has to be, I think, a certain level of maturity in the person. Maybe you know, to a certain extent. I, I think it, at that point, I realized that, you know, it's 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 time to to really figure this out. And and if 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 the facts are what you think they are, there needs to be um, a change in your life. And the change isn't necessarily move away from this towards that, but a, just a, a change in the way that I see things and mm-hmm. um, really a change in um, allegiance in my life, really. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it's just a closeness to God that needed to be there that was absent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I also really love, I mean, recently Charlie has been talking about why we need to come and gather together mm-hmm. and that in the midst of that question, it wasn't just coming and sitting Absolutely. and getting information. I mean, that was part of it for sure. But you also were having conversations with people about what your oh, questions yeah. were. That, that's, that's, I mean, so often that's overlooked, right? Mm-hmm. Where are we going to learn from? Who are you going to learn from? Mm-hmm. Who are you going to ask? If, if you're in a family that's a family of non-believers, but you have questions, who do you ask? You know, I listened to the radio. There were there are a few pastors that I listened to on, uh, I think, 91.3 that really, you know, kind of piqued my interest and I continued to listen to them for a long time. I still listen to a couple, um, but it was really uh, crossroads mm-hmm. coming here mm-hmm. and having access to Mike Meserly and some mm-hmm. of his adult teaching yeah. and to Jim Ward, mm-hmm. who was super patient, mm-hmm. you know, kind of guiding me. And um, it it's really cool. Yeah. I mean, that's the way it's meant to be, I think. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Okay, well, when you think about like what's going on in your life like today mm. and that feels significant, a part of your relationship with the Lord, like where did that start and and how did it start? Well, I think you have to kind of rewind a bit and see how how my relationship developed a, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and wanting to know more and having an an insatiable appetite, uh, trying to attend all of the adult Sunday school that I could and still <laughs> wanting to dig in more, I thought it would be a good idea to take a few classes and, you know, try to study mm-hmm. in a little more depth. Yeah. And so I did that. And in doing that, 
you know, you, you, you continue to scratch and dig in and you learn more about Jesus. Mm -hmm. And in learning more about him, you see, you know, Mark tells us that he didn't come to be served, but to serve and give his life as a Mm -hmm. ransom for many. And you see this, this, uh, service across his life, Mm -hmm. just this constant giving of himself, emptying of himself really. Yeah. And, um, it was intriguing, you know. It made me uh, want to want to serve others and to love others. That's a difficult thing to do of yourself, though, mm-hmm. right? right? There's a, um, I think there's a closeness that that you know you you have to. That really is drawn from from God. Mm-hmm. That's not something that's of us, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. the Holy Spirit working through us. Um, but but that's really where I think it started from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so, in what particular way did you get inspired to want to serve? Well, um, again, Crossroads played a, a really big instrumental role there. <clears throat> uh, if I think back, I think it was the first mission trip that I ever went on um, was with Randy Sheffield mm-hmm. um, and Ron Stewart. We mm-hmm. went to Guatemala to visit the Scots yeah. uh, and to love on them a little bit and then uh, do some work around their house and we served at an orphanage uh, there in Consultanango, uh, I believe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, man, what a great time that was. It was great spending time and the fellowship that we had as, as a team. Yeah. And then um, uh, I came back and maybe... And what, I'm going to interrupt you for yeah, just that's a okay. second. Yeah, like in what particular way was serving that particular group of people like eye-opening or heart-opening for you? Um, it was. It, it You know, and there were, there, I guess there was serving on multiple layers, right? It's like an onion. There was serving, uh, the, the main purpose was for us to really to go love on the Scots, mm-hmm. and we served them around their, their home. Uh, and, and that was eye-opening because they, you know, as much as we were serving them, they were serving mm-hmm. us. They, they were really there for us. Um, and then serving at the orphanage was amazing, mm-hmm. right? Because I think the really, the cool thing is when you serve someone that doesn't have the ability mm-hmm. to, to, to pay you or to do anything but thank you mm-hmm. for the service. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that it... it uh, yeah, it's very powerful to be able to serve someone that absolutely needs it, yeah. that absolutely is appreciative, but absolutely can't do anything to pay you back. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. And you get in touch a little bit with Christ and how, like, he's doing the mm-hmm. same thing for us. Like, he's doing exactly. all this for us, and we never are able to pay back in the way that exactly. he does for us. And, that, and that's it, right? Because it gives you a glimpse mm-hmm. of of Christ. Yes. And you want more of that. Yeah. 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 Okay. So from that trip. So from that trip, then, uh, come back and, uh, I took a few, a few class, a few more classes, I think. And, um, Mike Meserly, uh, asked if I wanted to attend, uh, a trip or go with him Mm -hmm. and, uh, your husband, Dave to, uh, Kenya, uh, just to the outskirts of, um, 
there on the coast, Khalifi, mm-hmm. uh, with Alarm to help train pastors. Mm-hmm. And wow, who am I to train a pastor? Because that that's, you know, at this point, I'm really just digging in, um, but am, am, am trying to learn as much as I can, and I, I want to go. Yeah. Right? So absolutely, I'm in. And uh, that trip, I think, it, it again, it, it's an eye-opening experience, mm-hmm. right? You're, you're in a, uh, experiencing a, di- a different culture, a different way of life. Um, you're, you're trying to serve in the best way you can. And I think, I think it's, uh, it was a neat experience. Um, um, I, I, you know, kind of um, just kind of, uh, I don't know the right way to, to put it, uh, but, but just making yourself available to, yeah. to help. Yeah. Uh, in that environment, you know, yeah. Yeah, and that's one of the things I think is maybe a misnomer about serving or is something that stops people sometimes. I think it's great to have like a mentor with you or someone who's Mm -hmm. like familiar with the territory that you're serving in that you're new in. But there is no reason not to go and serve in a new place while you're learning. It's like a really great opportunity to serve then. It's like it's it's application. Take what you've learned, put it into practice, right? Mm -hmm. And so it was perfect for that. Yeah. And I I think it fell into the wheelhouse for the, the you know, the gifts that God's given me and it mm-hmm. gave me a chance to begin to practice those. And, mm-hmm. um, because of that, you know, you, you take a gift that God gives you, you put it into service for him. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a great time. Yeah. And it was awesome. It yes. was one of the best experiences ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the latest thing that you're doing in terms of serving, what does that look like? Uh, well, so um, I've continued to, to uh, try to teach where I can. Mm-hmm. I, I think I really enjoy teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, adult education is, is, is a lot of fun. Uh, Dave and I have been in the same men's group, goodness, for a long time. I think uh, the group originally started maybe 12 or 13 years ago even. Wow. Um, and, and Dave and I are still in it and we're studying the book of John today mm-hmm. and we've studied many other you know books within our Bible uh, Steve Farrar books men's books you name it we've probably worked through them but so so that's an, a, a weekly thing and that's really more fellowship and mm-hmm. um, you know a community of brothers and just mm-hmm. general love mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. we have you mm-hmm. know with the, the guys mm-hmm. uh, so I don't know that that's I, I view that as much as uh, um, as service as I would some other things. Um, my family I and I... Say, I'm going to say, though, that even after what Charlie um, said this last weekend, like just showing up and being together, like you serve one another by mm-hmm. being present with one another. Yeah. Um, like, you know, if you show up to one of those meetings and you're the only one there, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's not the same meeting. Yeah, it's not the same meeting. you got a good point. That's valid. So, well, and, and it's in the moments that you expect very little to happen. You know, you, we get in our rhythm mm-hmm. of the, you know, eat breakfast, talk about the week and our weekend. And uh, that's when something, you know, someone's life event happens. Yes. And when you're there for someone and... And it, so, yeah, in that capacity, absolutely. Yeah. Um, my, my family and I are also involved in Dick Knight's ministry mm-hmm. to uh, the senior community in, you know, the Flowerplex. Yep. And so we've been serving at um, Rosewood Nursing Home now for, goodness, 
probably two and a half or three years at least, every, about every other Sunday, mm-hmm. we split with uh, uh, the Wootens, if you know Denzel mm-hmm. and, and his mm-hmm. wife. And uh, we love that. We've gotten to know the seniors there at Rosewood as they've come and gone on to other places and on to be with their Lord. And uh, we really enjoy time there. And it's fulfilling for me Mm. because, uh, again, it's an opportunity for me to um, do some study and some preparation and, and to teach a little bit. Yeah. And the teaching's a little different than maybe it is with my men's group mm-hmm. or in other groups, mm-hmm. but it's very, very enjoyable. What do you love about teaching in terms of how um, you engage in your relationship with the Lord when mm-hmm. you're involved in teaching? I think, I think uh, two, two things that really come to mind. Uh, first and foremost, I love it because I feel like uh, from a spiritual practice or spiritual exercise perspective, I, I'm actually in, in preparation, I'm drawing closer to the Lord. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I, you know, we've read John how many times, right? And I've got so many notes in my, my Bible, something, you know, now I'm kind of transitioning online and, but I still, I'm, I always see something that I didn't see before or something I forgot, which is most of it, you know? <laughs> and so I, I just, that's the part I enjoy the most mm. is, is the preparation. Now I enjoy standing in front of the seniors too and, and teaching them because I get to see uh, Rosewood is a, it's a memory care center. And so you get to see the, the joy and the light on people's faces as you're telling familiar stories that they all remember mm. if you know once you begin to tell the story and the same with the hymns mm. you know wow. and so that's a joy i mean yeah. I, I i i really love doing that yeah yeah, yeah. and um, one of the things we like to pay attention to here also is how is this overflowing in other people's lives so what are you noticing about how serving other people is doing something good um, how is serving other people doing good? Well, um, I guess that could be answered several ways. Certainly, uh, having two boys, mm-hmm. uh, one of them that, that just started university at Texas Tech this year, um, and a 13-year-old, a, a that both of them have always attended Rosewood with us. Mm-hmm. And um, I think in, in serving, I... I think we set an example, mm-hmm. right? That they they understand that they're we're here to serve, mm-hmm. we're here to to love and to give back, um, and, and I hope that that's an example that they continue to carry forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they will while they're in my house, yeah. you know. Yeah. But but it's not something that I don't I don't want like God. I don't want service because I'm commanding service of my children. Yeah. You know, right, right. I want service because they want to serve because of love. Right, right? it needs to be right. motivated by love. Right, and um, um, so so in that sense, that's one way. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you can guide me a little with what yeah. you were thinking and others. Well, I mean, one of the things that you already actually spoke to is when you're with people who are in a memory care facility and a music or a Bible story that they heard mm. very early in their lives, like sparks life in them. Oh yeah. Like that's one of the ways that I would say that it's obvious that you can see the good that you're oh, doing yeah. for yeah. people who 
Mm, there's just a lot of absence of that kind of moment happening in their lives and yeah. you know the day-to-day for um, sure so yeah the ability to to spend time and love on them um yeah. is is i think that's big right um certainly not bigger than god's word which they they i think just like we do um they thirst for it and yeah. They want to attend church and they want to worship. Yeah. So giving them an opportunity to do that mm-hmm. is is yeah. really good. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that we're wanting to focus on is that whatever God's doing in us to form us into his likeness ultimately always overflows into the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And it does good for others. Um, so it's just amazing to think about what he's doing for us and that that you know, becomes a bounty that's then offered to other people too. Yep, absolutely. I, I, I can sense it when, you know, it's interesting where I, when I notice God working the most is when I tend to be the most anxious about a situation or mm-hmm. the most mm-hmm. overwhelmed mm-hmm. with life. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, maybe it's a, a you know a compilation of kids' activities and you know work um, and other commitments that overwhelm me, um, and that's when I, you know, God's always pouring into me. He's always trying. Yeah. Maybe that's when I'm available for him. Like, hey, I really need this. Yes. And but it's when I notice that he's done that. Um, that's also when I've noticed that the these uh, meetings that I have or just interaction with people on a regular basis, whether it's the guys in my men's group, um, people from work, mm-hmm. my children, um, even other friends uh, here at church, mm-hmm. that's when those relationships and conversations take on maybe a, a, a little more, maybe, maybe there's more in there, right? Mm-hmm. I think I can feel that I'm putting more into those conversations with them at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of the things I love about your story, JT, is the simplicity of it. Like you just like listening, responding, willing to act on finding resources, willing to say yes when someone asks you to do something. Um, Like, I, I don't know, there's something really beautiful to me about that. And it's very connected to serving. Like serving can be a very simple process and I really hope that when people are listening to your story that if they're longing to be involved in serving, Mm -hmm. they have an idea of where to kind of step into something new, that they'll just, this will help them feel more comfortable and just simply taking one next step. Absolutely. I, I, you know, I I would encourage anyone listening that's interested in serving. If you haven't served uh, at church before, if you haven't served in your community in any way, Give it a try. There's mm-hmm. nothing, you know, that's not going to harm anything. You're going to make things better. Mm-hmm. No matter what, whether it's one time or 101 times, you're going to make things better. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first first um, uh, role that I served in here at CBC was uh, back in children's ministry. Yeah. And m- my son at the time was in kindergarten. So mm-hmm. I helped with the kindergartners and, you know, you work your way up a little. And I pretty quickly realized that Children's ministry might not be the right spot for me, <laughs> right. but I gave it a go. Yeah, out. it's good to find those things out. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I, you know, plugged into other places and continued to try and mm-hmm. and yeah, love it. So yeah. yeah, well, thank you again for taking time to answer these questions today. Yeah, thank you for having me. I've really enjoyed it. 
Well, and to the listeners, um, I'm hoping that you're sensing the Lord inviting you to be engaged in some way um, in the community. And like I said just a minute ago, that you feel encouraged to just take that next step. And may we all enjoy living into a better way.